Might as well get the endorsement. <laughs> 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 if you speak in Jersey Bay, go and leave it. I'm going to go back to that guy's house. I just there yesterday, actually. Okay, we ready? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, three, two, one. Alright guys, welcome back to another podcast. My name is Ranj, Sapo, and Sunny. And today we're going to be sharing uh, some of our funnier stories uh, in the business. And uh, yeah, we'll just get it started. Uh, like mine are uh, pretty tame and pretty basic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, actually my uh, funniest uh, story was uh, where I asked a client, uh, I needed some picture ID, right? And uh, so I'm like, you bring your driver's license or bring your passport. He's like, I lost my license. I'll bring my passport, right? So like, the file is pretty much all complete. Everything's already done and just, just need the ID, right? Then he comes into my uh, office and he gives me a little envelope, right? I'm like, he's like, well, it's up with this the ID that you need, right? I'm like, what is this? Open up the tiny envelope, right? He went to London Drugs and took passport photos. <laughs> Brought them in? Yeah. Holy. They were freshly stamped, man. I turned it over. It was the same date that he dropped it off. Holy cow. And Did he, you tell him that you're not a passport office? No, that's what I was like, no, I need actual ID, right? And he's like, Sapo, he's like, that's why I sent my kids to school. Oh my <laughs> God, God, man. He just, he's like, oh man, he's laughing, right? He thought it was the funniest thing, right? I mean, if you gotta renew your passport, just take it anyways. But he's like, hey man, he's like, it was so stupid of me to do that. But he's like, that's why I sent my kids to school. He's laughing his ass off, just laughing out the door. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. That's the only funny story, man, that I have. Everything else is pretty tame. Shit. <laughs> well, my first experience, the first call that I ever got. So I'm on the job like three weeks. Yeah. I'm doing everything that they tell me to do, making a hundred calls a day. I just stayed yeah. on the man, right? And I finally get a call back. And I had one suit, wasn't anything special, but it's like 35 degrees. I still remember it was in August. Uh, get a call to go meet this guy. At the time, I had a 92 Mustang. So I'm driving around this 92 drop top, no AC, no nothing. By the time I get there, I'm fucking soaked, right? I'm so nervous, my lips are chapped. I go inside, beautiful house on the outside. But as soon as I walk in, there's like 40 kids. And I'm like, what the hell is going on, right? This guy's really happier. <laughs> but whatever, anyways, go inside and uh, I sit down with the guy and he asks me, Are you thirsty? I'm like, Of course I'm thirsty, right? Goes and gets me a glass of Coke. The guy brings a glass out to me and he hands it to me. And this is when things start going wrong. The, the Coke is warm, first of all. But second, when I go to actually take a sip, there's lipstick on the glass. Jeez. So, first time, right? So, I put it down. We start jumping into the actual meeting and. Did you um, take a sip? No, I didn't take a sip. Didn't okay. take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> then the guy goes on to tell me, um, basically gave me this huge speech. He's like, I do 50 deals a year. I just go around the neighborhood and uh, make offers on houses. And my last broker, I gave him 30 deals. Never even met the guy. Yeah. So, now my radar is going off. I'm like, no wonder why this guy called me, right? He doesn't know me, I'm an idiot, I came over here. Turns out that this guy was um, putting in offers on houses. He had an appraiser on his team that would fudge the values. He would basically charge whatever the fees were to the client and just keep flipping these houses over and over and over and over again. So that's how he was supporting those 40 kids, right? It was just, ended up being crazy. I I went back and uh, the guy was like, you know what? let's fill out the application. And in my mind, I'm like, if I fill out the application, the guy's gonna think we're still working together. So I'm like, I'll just email it to you. And then after that, never heard from the guy again. But every time I still drive in that area, every time I drive there, I swear there's like four or five more kids there. And I can still picture this guy bringing me the Coke, man. But it, it, that one experience, I almost quit the business. Cause I'm like, that's why I thought it was gonna be. 
Yeah, there are a lot of, uh, of fraudsters out there that you gotta be wary of. Um, I actually had a, a deal where a gentleman came to me, um, came for a second mortgage. So helped him out, got an approval, went through the whole process. And then uh, a good lender friend of mine, uh, who was actually reviewing the deal, um, I'm not gonna name his name, but he, he called me personally and uh, kind of just talked to me off the record. He's like, hey, Sonny, did you, uh, uh, you know, I, I did a little bit of digging and, uh, cause I always Google my clients too, like usually they thoroughly and uh, this one came from a good referral source. Um, I mean, I, I, I didn't do, you know, I, I'm like, okay, the referral source knows them. So, okay, so I just thought nothing of it. And I spoke to the lender and uh, like, hey man, uh, we did a little bit of digging. You may want to look into this guy. So it was a former lawyer who had been disbarred. Um, he had been convicted of drunk driving, killing someone. Um, not just that, he had been uh, negotiating an oil deal for Sudan. <laughs> so it just blew my mind. I was like, holy crap. I go, yeah. And uh, so there is, uh, you know, I, then I started digging a little bit deeper, did a bunch of title searches on the properties that he had listed. And of course, every one of them had judgments against him. That's crazy. Kibosh the whole deal. Oh, that's crazy. Even there was like, uh, there was a lender, like it's not our personal story, but there was a lender that uh, we work with closely and they were telling us a story. I, I guess it was out in Ontario and uh, the broker was working on the deal and uh, he gets like an approval and then they, they pull the approval away like two days before completion, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess uh, the guy's occupation was like, hey, like I'm stay at home, like consultant and stuff like that. And I guess like <laughs> when they like when they did like a search on him and stuff, yeah. like there was a like, uh, he had like a chart, an outstanding charge for like murder or something like that. Oh something crazy right and uh so the broker didn't know apparently like like he's never met the client it was all email phone interactions thank and, god that broke my yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? and uh so he was like he's like what the hell he's like how come you guys pulled my approval right and uh so he went up to like the security department they're like hey like you know like there's something outstanding uh, with your client right and they're like we can't give you the details like why we're pulling the approval right the guy's just like, just Google him, right? And uh, <laughs> so he Googles him, and then it was like the first article. That pops up. And then the funniest thing was, the guy's like, he goes to the lender, he's like, oh, shit, man. He's like, I would've made a really good fee. The lender was like, hey, man, why don't you just scroll down to the bottom? And there was a reward for their arrest, right? And it was like 10 grand. Yeah. And apparently the, the client's wife, she had like outstanding charges too, right? He's in the lender's like, hey man, you got two there. He's like, you would probably need five grand on the fee if I walk away. Holy <laughs> cow, that's crazy. I wonder if he set up an appointment to do the signing and actually got the cops to come there too. Oh, he probably brought the cops himself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, the main takeaway I would say from these type of deals is always, uh, as, as a broker, do your due yeah. diligence. Yeah. Google your clients, that's the first rule. Um, and just kind of make sure you know who you're dealing with before you actually go ahead and and, and pull the trigger on any deal. I, I think the first thing that I learned is if it sounds way too good, it probably yeah. is. It probably is. Yeah. Another big thing I learned from that is if I get a call now, I always find out where they got my number from, Yeah. right? Because if you can kind of limit the amount of people in between, like if I know, okay, you know, 
I got your number from Sonny. Yep. He said he wants you to take care of this. That qualifies that yep. person so much more. With this guy, I don't know if he went on like Sauter School of Business, new brokers, and he's like, <laughs> this guy, he just went through the yeah. list and I'm the only idiot that went there. Yeah. But those are the two things. If it sounds too good, it probably is. And uh, yeah, if, if I don't know the person, or if I don't have a frame of reference for them, nine times out of 10, I probably won't do any business with yeah. them. Well, because it's like, why take the risk, right? Like, you could just, uh, especially, like, with your reputation, is so huge these yeah. days. Like, and there's one like, Google search. One Google that's search, it. That's, that's it, it right? Uh, even, like, when I used to work at the bank, like, we had this one guy come in, man. He was, like, I'm talking, he was, like, the sharpest, like, broadster ever, man. Like, I used to watch, like, a lot of BNN, like, investment yeah. and stuff. <laughs> This guy was naming off like big Scotia wealth like advisors. He's like he's like I have like this trust fund set up. He was even mentioning like he you know like I uh, my mom lives next to the CEO of this credit union. Like this guy had it down pat. Like he studied the entire website and everything. But it's just like man, they Google the guy's name like yeah. You should have like done something else to do like instead of uh, doing that, right? Yeah. But uh, gotta be careful, man. Go yeah, I, I think the big thing that uh, that we've learned over dealing with a bunch of different people is each scenario is unique. Yeah. Um, but there are some go-to rules when meeting new sources of business, how to bet things over. Um, so, you know, for any brokers out there, what we'll do is we'll list our top three things that we do anytime a new file comes in. Uh, this just makes sure that we're in a good place to yeah. do business. We're comfortable with doing this. Absolutely. And uh, that way we're able to service the client fully. So we'll be sure to put that at the bottom here. Any other feedback that you guys have, we would love. Make sure you guys share, subscribe. And that's it, guys.